The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And hello again, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel. I'm radio host of the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and co-team physician of the Chicago White Sox, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center. As always, we're going to talk about a number of sports injury-related topics. We also have our website. Please visit sportsmedicineweekly.com. We're back to get it going right after this on ESPN 1000. That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Ow! That's not good. Or having an accident at work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy. Better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Back here on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole, our producer and board operator, Felix Reyes, help from Eric Ostrowski, our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. Dr. Cole, uh, oh, you remember those 85 Bears, right? Yes, I do. In fact, I've ever been, have you ever been to one of those functions where they do sort of the, the revival of the 85 Bears? Oh, there have been a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to one. It was actually a blast. It was a, I took one of my kids. He had no idea he was, he was too young. I don't even know. He obviously wasn't even born at the time. But for him, it was just like, a, you know, learning something about history. But yeah. It was, just, it was great. I see those guys at, you know, charity and celebrity golf tournaments all the time. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing how good so many of those guys look. It's amazing that yeah, they played. That's true. And that's our last Super Bowl team here in Chicago, or last Super Bowl winning team, I should say, the 85 Bears. Let's bring on one of the key members from that 85 team. I can listen to the music in my ear. Otis Wilson, good old number 55, nine-year NFL career. The main blitzer on the 85 Bears Super Bowl championship team. He's got a new book out called If These Walls Could Talk, Chicago Bears Stories from the Chicago Bears Sideline Locker Room and Press Box. Otis, thanks for joining us. I uh, want to touch on the book, but first by you know, addressing what we do on our show here, talking about sports injuries. Uh, I never remember you injured. I mean, you told me if you play football, you got to be injured, right, sometime? Well, unfortunately, I've had um, at least three surgeries, and I've had a lot of sprains, never had anything broken, but I had a lot of things bruised. So if you play physical and you play the way we play, you know, throwing your body around, you're going to incur some injuries. I've had I've torn both I've torn ligaments in my right and my left hand at ACL surgery, and you know, I tore my pectoral muscle on the right side. You know, so yes, I've had my share, and thank God I'm I'm still put I'm still in one piece. So you know, we've had uh, several several former NFL players on the show. You look great, and so I assume that uh, you've been able to remain active and. Uh, hopefully been relatively uh, unscathed, you know, years later now that you're not playing in a collision sport. Are you able to remain active and not have much pain, or are you, how, how are things going? Well, uh, my shoulders are, you know, are not what they used to be. I mean, even working out and eating right and exercising and taking care of myself, there's still certain things in the gym that I can't do and that I feel. And But yet if I don't do anything, I feel even worse. So, yeah. you know, I'm between a rock and a hard place. I just thank the good Lord that, you know, he's allowed me to do what I do. And and, and, and mind you, us athletes, you know, whenever we, we get out there and compete or we exercise, we act like we're 21. So I have to remind myself, I just turned 60, so I got to take it easy. 
Visiting with Otis Wilson, former Bears great. I'm Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Otis, what do you do now? Do you run? Are you able to lift weights at all? Is it the Pilates? Well, I, 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 I'm getting back into yoga. I haven't done that in a while, so I want to get back into that. I, I alternate on the whether it's the treadmill. I don't run. I walk. I do the incline. I ride the bike. I, I do the stairmaster. When I run, you know, my joints don't feel very comfortable, so I don't do much running, you know, and but I just try to do as much as I can. I stretch a lot. You know, I, I, I get my cardio in the best I can. I'm, I, I get in the pool and I try to run in the pool so there's less stress on the joints and just and just really try to live a, a quality life, and so far, so good. Otis, I, I have a question. Um, when you watch the sport now and then you think back, you know, 30 years ago, what – What's different about it physically and the nature of the injuries you see? And what, you know, what do you sort of perceive as being different now, if anything, compared to then? What are some of the biggest things that have changed? Well, the biggest thing that changed is the tempo of the game and, you know, the way you play the game. You know, as a defensive player, let's start on that end. You know, the things you can and cannot do. Yeah. You know, as a defensive player, you know, you, you pretty much limited, you know. Um, you know, the physicality of the game. You know, by them only practicing one day in pads, you know, one day off, and then, you know, their walkthroughs, you can't ask a guy to go 150 miles an hour on Sunday when he don't do it, you know, Tuesday through Saturday. You know, so when you, they get to that level and they the, the injuries are a little more severe and, you know, a, a little, just less severe, let's say more common. Yeah. But the great thing about it is, and I think you guys can attest to this, the technology is so much better in getting these guys preventing injuries and getting these guys back on the football field so they can perform. Back when if we when we had ACLs, and if you didn't get your flexibility back, your career was over. Right. A guy has ACL injury today, he's running faster than he did when he went when he before he went out. So yeah. it's, it's just totally different. The technology, the nutrition, the the exercise habits. So there's a lot of good things, but. The, the biggest thing I see is it's not a physical game as it used to be. Let me ask you an unrelated question now. I understand you have a new book that's come out. Is that right? And it's called. Yes, I have. These Walls Could Talk. And when did it come out? Um, it came out about, about a month and a half ago. And, and we're really going to do the, um, the I, w- I would say, my been the Dog and Pony show in December. So it's coming out in December. All right. Well, it, tell, I'm going to ask, and you, you, you obviously you'll tell us what you can, but what's, what's your. Top two favorite stories in that book. Well, give wow, us, give us, a, give us, a, give us a teaser, because I know for one I would love to read it, and I know well, a lot of people would love to read it. The best stories are when I talk about my teammates. You know, the, the playing seven years of Walter Payton, and, and and when I first got here in 1980, you know, Walter kind of took me under his wing, and you know, I got to know him very well, and spending you know Tuesdays hunting and you know having fun, you know, at his nightclubs and things of that nature, but when you get in the locker room and you have that bond with these guys it's, that you spend more time than you do with your family, you get to know them very well. And a lot of great stories of, you know, Walter and, and Hampton, Richard Dent, Mike Singletary. Yeah. You know, I got a lot of quotes from guys, and it's, it's just really, how would say, I, I don't want I can say, well, it's like a tell-all book. You know, of course, everybody want to hear the great stories about the, you know, 1985 season, you know, with – what, what, what was the fridge like and mm-hmm. the punky QB. So, wow, there's just so much to tell. I, I really I, I saved room for book number two. 
Yeah, I, I don't think there was ever a team with that much charisma with, you know, that people can still remember, you know, the, the characters. characters. You, guys are all like, you guys are all like caricatures of yourself. You know, it was and, and, crazy. Well, we were a reality show before right. we even started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You can't, yeah. I, I can't think of any other sport. Like, I remember, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, Miami had, like, I'm not the best historian, but it was like, Zonka, Kick, Warfield, right? There was a group of guys. Oh, yeah, Bob Greasy. Greasy, like, yep. But they still didn't have the same charisma as this team. Well, and you look right? at the Pittsburgh Steelers, you right. know, with, with Jack Lamb, you know, uh, Mijo Green, all those great players. But we were like rock stars. When we pulled up, I mean, the hotel, I don't know how they found out where we were, but the hotel was full of people. And, you know, but the, you know one great thing about it, we always – took care of our business, meaning we studied hard, we played hard, and we partied hard. So we just had a great time. That's what, I guess that's what you do when, you, you know, you, you, when you're young. Yeah, it's a ten, well, I always say when I, you know, when I deal with uh, uh, professional athletes, and you know, I've, had the, I've been blessed to be involved with uh, both the Chicago White Sox and the Bulls for now more than 14 years as a team physician and a co-team physician. And um, it's like they get this, what I say, attenuated adolescence. They get to be kids for a longer period of time. That's like the greatest, that's the greatest privilege of all. When you think about it, because most people who play sports are done in high school. And then there's another select few that could do it in college. And if you can actually do it and make a living at it and then be good, you know, when you yeah. think about it, there's nothing better than that. That's the greatest blessing And do ever. it for, for at least more than five to six, seven, eight years. You, you're having a great time. Absolutely. And I love the way these guys look. I mean, Jay Hilgenberg, Tom Thayer, Otis, you know, you see Richard Dent. Uh, it, it's amazing the way they've uh, they've kept in shape. And uh, you guys look great. You really do. And uh, you always be our heroes. So, again, the uh, the book is If These Walls Could Talk, Chicago Bears Stories from the Chicago Bears Sideline Locker Room and Press Box. It was written by Otis Wilson and also Chet Kopic. And uh, I got to put Chet a plug in for, for Chet because I interned for Chet. <laughs> Dr. Cole, back in 1981 when I was a junior at DePaul University, and I've seen some things about Chet. You know what? He was He's un- unbelievable in my book. He helped me get in my broadcasting career, and I will forever be grateful to him because he treated me like a son. And uh, Chet, Chet, he's written many books. He's terrific at it, but uh, one of the great sportscasters of all time. Oh, yeah, Chet is a great guy, and we had a great time, you know, just sitting and talking and, you know, just reminiscing because, I mean, you know, I knew Chet when he was, you know, interview, you know, trying to get that interview. Now, right, you know, he, he's doing his thing, and he said, "Come on, let's do this." And I've always thought about doing it, but I said, "You know, I got a story to tell." I mean, so, you know, it came out great. I'm getting a lot of good response from it. That's Otis Wilson, former Chicago Bear, out with a new book. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Colt. Back with more Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT lean vegan protein blend, fat-burning MCT lean MCT oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. 
Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News & World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. Allosource's products help surgeons get their patients back into the game of life. Prochondrex, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograph designed to restore cartilage and restore movement. To learn more about Prochondrex, visit Prochondrex.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. It's Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, Chicago's premier sports medicine program. We're on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. Dr. Cole, me being the Chicago Bulls radio host, you the head team physician for Chicago Bulls. Got to talk a little Bulls here, and I know people are asking about Zach Levine. You think he's going to be the Bulls' best player? Can't wait to see this kid play. I know back in February he tore his ACL. So I know Fred Hoiberg, when being asked about Zach Levine, is always talking about taking contact. All right, he's close to taking contact. Explain to the fans what that means. So there's a whole progression of return to sport after ACL reconstruction. And it the, the, the most vulnerable period is when an individual goes from predictable to unpredictable. And if you, what, what's interesting is you rarely, if ever, see an individual tear his or her ACL when they're not in competition or sport. So when we say contact, that's really analogous to scrimmage and real play, okay? Yep. So I know it gets lost when, with, that, with the semantics there, but that's really what we're talking about. So we can rehab an athlete, and they can do – I even start sports-specific activities outside of competition at four months. Like, they can do almost anything in their sport, even dunk in many instances. The reali- wow. the, but here's what happens. Most – we did a recent – there was a re- recent publication in one of our journals where we looked at – Dozens of ACL videos in NFL players, as well as Major League Soccer. We watched the videos, and the goal was to score them in a way to say, are there different mechanisms of injury? Now, we always talk about a non-contact versus a contact injury. Non-contact ACL injuries, where an individual changes direction abruptly, is the most common. That's probably 80 to 85% in most sports. Contact injuries are things you don't have much control over. There's a direct blow, and it's a high velocity, like Zach Miller's injury and so forth. Bad problem, different type of injury. The Bears player that yeah. suffered the injuries. Yeah. Miller, yeah, yeah. But what normally happens is a non-contact injury. And what's interesting, what we showed was that most of them looked exactly the same. We couldn't classify them. And they're almost always where there's some perturbation. There's something that happens that the timing is off by a microsecond that they, for example, there'll be a sideline post, you know, when they're marking the 10-yard marks, you know. Yep. Um, uh, or there's something on the sideline, like a whatever, or they're, getting out of the way of another player. Another player makes their timing go off who's coming at them. It's not the contact with the player. It's the fact that their timing is off by some nanosecond, if you will, some tiny increment of time where the brain can't stay connected to the joint and the forces get transmitted abnormally and they end up going towards the ACL, whereas normally your muscles would contract, function, make you do something in a very coordinated pattern, but something gets derailed and the forces are abnormally increased to the ACL and the knee almost dislocates. That's really what happens. So you hardly ever see an open field injury where they're not in competition sustaining an ACL tear. 
So we use that term, taking contact, really based upon that's when they're scrimmaging, doing live play, when there's unpredictable activities that could throw the player off where they otherwise are not ready to take that and the risk of injury is higher. So does that make sense? It does. All those nerve patterns that have to connect, you've got to connect your brain to the joint. That takes time through repetition and, and, and minutes and exposure. And you just don't see ACL tears happen absent of that. So we make sure everything is up to, up to snuff from a rehab point of view before we put them back at that highest risk activity, which is, quote, taking contact or actually scrimmaging, playing the game the way it's meant to be played with the athlete. And we've often talked, Dr. Cole, about the surgically repaired knee being stronger now than the non-surgically repaired knee. So... What is done to be sure the other knee is as strong as the surgically repaired knee? One of the theories is that athletes spend so much time with rehab on the injured extremity that they, there's a relative neglect of the uninjured extremity, and they get so strong and risk-adverse because of all the things they've been working on on the, on the recovering knee that they just don't have the same protective mechanisms in the opposite knee that's never been injured. So how do we prevent that? We rehab both sides symmetrically. We make sure when they come back to play that they're close to being identical. And there's assessments we do, video analysis and so forth, something called a functional sports assessment to check them to show that they're, com- they're comparable and hopefully very similar side to side. And that's all done through rehab that pays attention to both the left and the right, not just the injured recovering extremity. Wonderful stuff. That's Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls. I'm Steve Cashel, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages on ESPN Radio. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait. Everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News & World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Uh, Ow! That's not good. Or having an accident. At work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy. Better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the LiveActiveNow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly, Chicago's premier sports medicine program. Dr. Cole, 
Do you eat yogurts like in the morning? I, uh, I do. I, you know, the challenge with yogurt is that it, if you don't eat the right one, it's got lots of you know, simple sugars. But I like it because it's, uh, you know, it's probably very good for your stomach, for your gut. It's got uh, active cultures in it, and uh, it's a great source of protein. So I'm, I'm a big yogurt fan. Are you familiar with the probiotics? Uh, inside a, yogurt. A, it, Is it inside yogurt? Well, it's a big, What's a probiotic? It, it's a big source of confusion, so we should bring on our expert this morning. Yes, that's, of course, Karen Mulkin, our health counselor and psychology of eating coach. No one like Karen Mulkin. She does a wonderful job and does a wonderful job for us here on this show. So, Karen, thank you for joining us here on this Saturday morning because we want to talk a little bit about probiotics. It's kind of been a, a hot-button topic. Uh, you know, you go to the store and health food store, and people are talking about it. So, first of all, tell us, what is a probiotic? Good morning. So probiotics are, are alive, and there are these living microorganisms, which you will often find in yogurt, and because they, they can live in these live cultures are best kept refrigerated. And so some of the most common probiotics would be are called lactobacillus and bifidobacterium, and there's also Saccharomyces boulardii, known as Floristor. Okay. Are, these so things, are these things available in our diet, or do we have to find them elsewhere besides yogurt? Oh, no. We can, you can have probiotic-rich foods are foods that are often have a sour taste, and those are the fermented foods like, like sauerkraut or kimchi, or you've probably tried kombucha, the drink, kombucha. and I've those, heard of it, I've seen and it. Those help populate the gut with more healthy, good bacteria. Okay. So when should we take it, or when should we make sure including it as part of our diet, probiotics? Well, you know, so that's a good question. So incorporating a small amount of probiotics, which with each meal would help feed the, the microbiota. And in your gut, you have like over 100 trillion organisms. And so with probiotics, if you have been on antibiotics or if you have had like traveler's diarrhea or some t- sort of, um, IBS or irritable, irritable bowel disease. That would those would be people would have would be good candidates to take probiotics. So if you are not suffering from digestive issues, which most people do and are, you know you don't necessarily need to take a probiotic, but enjoying probiotic-rich foods could be very helpful. And you know eating your dark leafy greens also helps you know feed that healthy gut microbiome. Well, I can tell and you. What, I'm sorry, please. Hmm? Go ahead. Oh, no, no. so what, what really impacts this, the, your, your gut has this ecosystem. And so when you wreak havoc on the gut, that could be due to high sugar intake, which could cause candida, antibiotic use, medication, stress is going to impact the gut, and so is sleep. Yeah, I, I can tell you, you were particularly helpful because I have a, uh, one of my sons just has gotten tonsillitis and strep uh, a couple times recently, and um, I, he had a, uh, an antibiotic which was particularly strong. You know, there's many mm. antibiotics out there that just don't, will not sort of wipe out or reorganize the, the GI, what we call the gut flora, that's, you know, the stomach, the intestines, but just completely threw him off. And um, you were, you know, a great resource, to, uh, uh, as always, to, to recommend that there's certain, and I can't remember which one, there, there's, there, there's, there are certain probiotics that are specific to a, a process, right? So after being on antibiotics, there's one that's better than another. And I can't even remember the name what you told me, but you gave me a great resource for that. Um, you, you know, you, so you've also talked about prebiotics. What is that? What's the connection to probiotics? So prebiotic-rich foods are 
digestible fibers that these microbes feed on. And so the prebiotics feed the probiotics, and those are like foods like onions and garlic and leeks and apples and sweet potatoes. And then the probiotic-rich foods are those sour foods and the fermented foods, such as the kimchi, the kombucha, and the sauerkraut. And those populate the gut with more bacteria, which the antibiotics completely wipe out. And, you know, it could take, you know, from months to years to really heal the gut if you've had years and years of antibiotic use. So it's really, um, you know, this, this, this gut research is really in its infancy stages, and we're learning so much about the gut and how we can help, you know, how the gut really impacts our mood and, our, and, 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 and depression and anxiety. Very interesting. Visiting with Karen Malkin, our health counselor and psychology of eating coach. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Coe. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000, talking about probiotics. Should I be taking probiotics? Are they safe? And uh, Karen, from what we understand, they usually need to be refrigerated, correct? Most probiotics need to be refrigerated. Some of them come in a foil pack where you can pop out individually. And so I recommend that for travel. I think people don't know, Dr. Cole, that bacteria in your body outnumbers your body cells 10 to 1, and most reside in your gut, but most bacteria are harmless. That's right. That's, they're harmless until we get out of balance. So that's, in fact, there is a hospital-acquired uh, uh, pathogen called C. difficile that what happens is if you are in a hospital setting or you take certain antibiotics, it throws your balance of bacteria in your GI tract, your gut, so out of whack that you can get an awful form of diarrhea that's induced from, you know, one antibiotic that causes yet another problem. So, and it happens in a hospital setting because there's certain things you got to fight, take an antibiotic, and then all of a sudden you've got some other major problem where you're sicker than you, you started out with. So it's, it's a real problem, and I think it's something that's just sort of not talked about frequently, and, and as Karen said, it's kind of in its infancy. Um, Karen, how do you, like, deal with getting a trusted source? Can, we, can I ret- routinely turn to you? Can, you know, our, our users who've used your services and so forth, I mean, what do you, I, there's a ton of this on the Internet, but it, the problem is trying to separate out, the, you know, what's valid and what's just marketing and, and maybe not even active. What are, your, what are some of your, what's your advice in that regard? Oh, definitely. I mean, these, you know, they're dietary supplements, and they are not regulated by the FDA, so not all probiotics are created equal. I recommend you leave, read the label and also call the manufacturer to learn which specific strains are in that probiotic. Um, your listeners can email me, and I can provide them a list of probiotics, but you can go to your local pharmacy, and Culturel, C-U-L-T-U-R-E-L-L-E, is, is a great um, probiotic. Um, most probiotics you want for an adult, you know, for children, it's about three um, billion colon, colony formulating units, um, and adults need between like five and ten. And so Culturel is a, is a great probiotic. Um, I can also recommend, you know, Metagenics, Dimogen products, and you could look at consumerlabs.com, and they will also give you a list of certain probiotics and, and their ratings for safety. Well, but, you know, <clears throat> they're not safe for everyone. You know, they're generally safe, but not for everyone. And some probiotics can interfere with certain medications. So right. check with your doctor, your right. physician. Right. Um, also, you know, caution to people who have compromised immune systems and during cancer treatments because blood infections could form. So, and then it's in children with this short gut syndrome but you know most side effects are minor for for the average person and that just shows up as maybe some gas and bloating in some people karen mentioned her email 
And her address is Karen, K-A-R-E-N, at Karen Malkin, M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Karen's website is KarenMalkin.com. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. And uh, Karen, uh, great stuff. Uh, we haven't talked about probiotics on this show, and uh, it's great to, uh, to learn some more about it. Thank you. And that's Karen Malkin. And we're back with more of our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, after these messages. On ESPN Radio. Allosource's products help surgeons get their patients back into the game of life. Prochondrex, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograph designed to restore cartilage and restore movement. To learn more about Prochondrex, visit Prochondrex.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. That's all the time we have for this edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger, our board operator and producer, Felix Reyes, as well as David Cole for operating our website and doing our business side of Sports Medicine Weekly. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again next Saturday at 8.30 for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, only on ESPN Radio. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. 